Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ad Heart Calls, Inspiring Forward Movement and Heart-Powered Intention. Welcome to January 2021, and our January call theme is Ad Heart to Help Raise the Planetary Vibration. I'm Deborah Rosman, and your host. And you know, in our last Ad Heart call in December 2020, We talked about how most people just couldn't wait for 2020 to be over, what a challenging year it was, and hope that for 2021, things will be easier, less challenging. And we all know that 2021 started with a bang, a resurgence of COVID-19 in the U.S., in the U.K., and other countries, and just extreme political divisiveness in the United States. And an upside that I've observed has been bringing moderate political factions together, realizing that extremism only leads to violence and that we really must work together to heal separation and unify people in our country. And tomorrow, January 20th, is when the new president in the United States takes office and there's a lot of concern about extremism and violence and protection. So we're going to be sending heart today to help lift that and talk about what it was going to take to raise the planetary vibration. There's an often stated quote attributed to Albert Einstein that says, no problem can be solved by the same level of consciousness that created it. And when you really think about that, that means that healing the separations that we see in creating cooperation and unity is, involves raising consciousness, which is raising our vibration of how we perceive raising the planetary vibration to a more wholeness awareness, or we'll keep recycling the same separative beliefs and actions. And so I've invited today uh, HeartMath Institute Director of Research, Roland McCready, to share with us some of the exciting, promising research at the HeartMath Institute and other labs that's helping to explain how our vibrational energies especially our moods and emotions affect others, but also the planet and the implications for humanity. So welcome, Roland. So glad you're with us here today. Well, thanks, Debbie. It's uh, great to be here, and I appreciate the invitation. Sure. So in light of this recent extremism, Maybe share with us how you see the research on interconnectivity providing the possibility of new hope from humanity, how science can maybe facilitate that process, that we really can come together and understand the need to get along. Well, that's a tall order. Um, Okay, Um, let's see. Well, I guess um, I would probably start by talking about the field environment and probably a lot of the the listeners to this have been following some of our research that knows um, a lot of our work that has been measuring the the heart's uh, magnetic field that's produced with each heartbeat and how we've been able to to measure information being carried by that magnetic field that traces back and relates to our inner emotional state so that what we're feeling inside whether that's you know anxiety or impatience and so on, or feelings of love and compassion, have a measurably different information pattern or structure that's carried by the magnetic field out into the space around us. And how uh, us and other labs have now shown that 
our nervous system is sensitive to. It detects those fields from others and it has measurable impacts. So that when we're in a more heart coherent state, you know, heart rhythm coherence, that information pattern is quite different in our magnetic field environment, and it can actually have a lifting effect on those around us. That's um, not really a theory anymore. That's been verified in multiple studies now. With the Global Coherence Initiative, we take that one step farther from the local environment more to the, the global environment. And what uh, the research there is all about is really doing work around showing that how our heart's magnetic fields are coupled or connect with the Earth's larger fields uh, as a carrier of information as well. So what's being suggested here is that there's a giant global information field that's really uh, made possible through the Earth's magnetic fields, which we all live within in all living systems. All the trees and animals all live in and are all feeding into that field. So when enough people are taking energetic responsibility for what we're feeding the field, for putting more love and compassion out, especially if we're doing that collectively and together, like today, uh, when we do the, do the meditation, the heart meditation, that puts a stronger signal out into the field environment. And just like in the local environment, that can help lift others in, into a more heart-connected and uh, centered uh, state. You know, Roland, one of your research findings is that it appears that the heart's rhythms can synchronize with resonant frequencies in the Earth's magnetic fields and that somehow that synchronization can act as a, a biofeedback. And the implication is that the synchronized heart energy can collectively, with the Earth's help, so to speak, help raise the global vibration and lift global consciousness. Can you talk about how you see that? Well, sure. Um, that's half of the equation that I was just talking about. In fact, that's a great way of thinking of it, is that we, humanity and the Earth itself is a giant biofeedback system. You know, the globe, you can think of the, the global field of the Earth. Um, different people have called it different things over, over the years, you know, newosphere and, and so on. Uh, collective unconsciousness or these different types of terms that have been uh, proposed. We're really just giving it a, here a potential, very plausible mechanism. So the work you're asking about, Debbie, we first saw in a lower, in a smaller study with uh, people spread across the state of California in one of our early studies who were wearing recorders that record the heart rate variability, not, which gives us our heart rhythm, for a month, so 24 hours a day for a month. And what we saw there was that this group of people, when we time-synchronized their beat-to-beat change in their heart rate data, their HRV, again, some, keep in mind these people are spread across the state, some in hundreds of miles apart, some in, literally in Southern California, some in Central, some in Northern. They didn't know each other. A lot of them didn't know each other, just you know, going about their daily lives for a month. But when we time-synchronized their, their HRV data, we were shocked to find that it was synchronized uh, it, with this what we call now call slow wave rhythm. So we've a couple important discoveries here. One that there's a slower rhythm in heart rate variability that wasn't uh, at least as far as I know of previously ever observed before. And that's because nobody's really done these very long-term recordings of groups of people at the same time like this. In, anyway, what we found was that that first of all that the, their the rhythms were synchronized, and we just could, almost couldn't believe it, and spent months trying to make it go away but it was a very real finding. Then the next step was to say, well, how can this be possible? And it was, from our thinking, only possible if they were synchronizing to some external signal that everybody was exposed to. 
and that's the resonant frequencies in the, uh, the magnetic field of the Earth. Uh, so that was a very strong finding. And so what we did next is we extended that study uh, to a much larger study with groups all around the world in five countries. So a huge study, well over 100 participants in it, um, with groups of 20 people in five countries. And what we've found there is that this is actually global. So our, our heart rhythms tend to synchronize globally, even if we're in radically different time zones, because we're in sync with the Earth. So that's uh, when we're in sync, you have the, the basically the physics tells us we have the, the capacity to transfer energy and information between uh, those two systems that are oscillating or vibrating at the same frequency. Does that make sense? And answer yeah. So what? So what? When you say so, what you talked about information, you talked about um, the Earth's amplification of what we put into the field and the heart-to-heart -heart synchronization at the slow wave. It's fascinating. So how can heart-focused intention from groups like us, like the Ad Heart Call, into the field and us you know, being in our hearts to put out that love and compassion, how does that come together to uh, facilitate raising planetary consciousness, do you think? Well, I'm going to answer that two ways. Um, being a scientist here, I have to keep my science hat on on one side. What, on that last study, I was just talking about the large one. One of the things we did in the middle of it, and again, this is going over weeks, right? We had all these groups around the world. We organized them uh, so that we would all do a 15-minute heart lock-in at the same time. Okay, so we got all these people around the world. And we're, uh, again, keep in mind, we're measuring how synchronized they are with each other and with the Earth's fields globally. Mm -hmm. And what we found was another one of these totally surprising things that we just wouldn't have, I would never have predicted, is when we looked at the degree of, at the individual level now, the, the degree of synchronization with the Earth's field over a 24-hour period. We basically looked at over 24 hours and kind of came up with an average synchronization metric that on the day after, or the day of, I should say, that this heart lock-in, that the synchronization pretty much of, across all of the groups and all of the individuals with the Earth's field was significantly increased. I mean, it was a radical difference when you look at the, the data. I mean, it, it's uh, so what this tells us is that just being in a heart-coherent state for a short, relatively short period, 15 minutes, had a carryover effect and increased our synchronization with Earth for over the next 24-hour period. So that um, really shows that when we get in sync and get coherent, that that increases our coupling with the field. So that would imply that what we're feeding the field, the coupling there would also be significantly increased. So that when, now another finding out of this study was when we looked at the, each of the groups, the heart-to-heart -heart kind of short time scale synchronization, you know, in other words, our heart rhythms moving up and down in, in a much faster time scale than the slow wave was also greatly uh, increased. So in other words, not only do we get in sync within our own system, you know, the heart and brain getting in sync, we're also becoming more significantly in sync and synchronized with others as we're, be as we're more coherent and with the earth itself which then increases our capacity to feed the field more love and compassion. Hopefully and that have that a, be amplified. Right, right. Multiple studies indicate that when 
we do this together in a group that there's a, a nonlinear amplification effect. So we put a stronger signal out into the, the field environment. And that's very exciting. I think we should just pause and really underline that, that the implications are from this research findings that as we're coherent in the heart and putting out love and compassion, there's a stronger synchronization with the earth fields, a stronger amplification than, say, if what's all the stress is going on right now, which seems can be amplified by the magnetic field too, but that's incoherence. So you're suggesting that coherence can be more strongly amplified. Yeah, one of the things that I often say in talks and things, Debbie, is that coherence organizes noise whether it's in our own nervous system, you know, in our local social environment, or in the global field environment. Hmm. That's powerful. You know, there's another quote from Einstein that I love, and of course, this is his philosophy, but also from his perceptions into life and the universe. He says, a human being is part of the whole, called by us, universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts and feeling, as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. This delusion is kind of a prison for us, restricting us to our personal desires and to affection for a few persons nearest to us. Our task must be to free ourselves from this prison by widening our circle of compassion to embrace all living creatures and the whole of nature and its beauty. Now, that quote really is illustrating what's happening right now, the extreme separation that can lead to violence and fear and you know, the anger that we see going on as people have different polarized beliefs. And as we put out love and compassion in the field or use the, you know, understand the scientific implications of what you're talking about, people can more consciously and intentionally put more coherent heart energy into the field to help raise planetary consciousness and help offset this and actually free ourselves from this, this delusion, as he called, optical delusion of consciousness, this prison. So I think it's, it's very exciting to, uh, to, to see this and to see how we are all co-creating it. You like to talk about feeding the field and uh, we often say, you know, our thoughts and feelings not only affect each other, but they affect each other from non-locally, like you said, miles apart. So it's both uh, interesting and hopeful. Any other yeah, thoughts indeed. you've had on that? Well, you know, Vince, we're quoting famous scientists here, uh, which is always fun to do. An another quote I think is really quite relevant to, to the conversation today is from a, a a Nobel Prize winner himself, Ilya Prigozhin. God, I have a hard time pronouncing his last name, but basically, he's uh, showed in a physical symptoms. What he demonstrated was was that when a system is far from equilibrium, kind of like we are today, right? That small islands of coherence in this sea of chaos have the capacity to lift the entire system into a higher order, and I think mm -hmm. that's a great. Uh, well, not just quote, I mean, that's what he actually showed in a physical system, that uh, when we're able to get coherent, basically, is what this is saying, that it doesn't take a lot of people. Small islands of coherence can actually shift and lift the system into a, um, a higher state of order. 
which is really what we're That's exciting because everybody on this call and some of we have hundreds of people who listen to this live and then also record it and do the heart meditations, they really are. We are a small island of coherence, so I just really want everyone to appreciate that even though you can't necessarily see the immediate impact, uh, we are making an impact according to what the science is showing us. And I really want to take a moment to invite each of you listening to attend a very exciting first virtual HeartMath Institute Global Coherence event called Redirecting Planetary Consciousness Towards Harmonious Solutions. Experiencing Change with More Compassionate Care, Personal Balance, and Resilience. And this will be March 26, 27, 28th, Friday through Sunday, from 9 in the morning to 1.30, and it will be led by Roland and myself and Howard Martin, who was my guest on the last Ad Heart Call. And we'll have guest speakers that include Greg Braden, who's been our guest on these Ad Heart Calls, and Claudia Wells, the chairman of the IN, I, Institute of Noetic Sciences, IONS, and others. And so we're really excited to bring together, you know, there will be hundreds of people together to explore the topics that Roland's been talking about and the implications that actually do, you know, coherence, heart coherence meditations together to strengthen our intuitive connection with our higher self to raise our own awareness that will make it easy for us to self-regulate mentally, emotionally, and physically through these stress waves going on and raise our personal vibration as well as the planetary vibration. So, it's, uh, it's a fundraiser also for the Global Coherence Initiative. We kept the price as low as we can, but it'll help us do further research. So if you want to learn more or register, just go to either HeartMath website, heartmath.org or heartmath.com forward slash GCI event. And really excited about it. So why don't we do our Heart Coherent Meditation right now together? So let's uh, shift to our heart focus. Focus in your heart. And just breathe in the feeling of love or appreciation that you have for someone or something you care about. Doing this for a few minutes increases the effectiveness of our heart-focused intentions. Heart-focused breathing of feelings of love or appreciation or the feeling of care for someone, all of these increase our coherence and then our intention in that coherence.
Now, feel your heart connecting with each other on the call and with people across the planet who are broadcasting or sending love and compassion into the energetic field to help raise the heart vibration of humanity and reduce the collective stress and suffering and chaos. Now let's radiate love and compassion into the field collectively with the intention to help heal the separations, judgments, and divisiveness that are creating global waves of stress, anxiety, and uncertainty. As you are radiating love, feel that you are contributing to the highest, best outcomes for all and include radiating love and peace to the U.S. Capitol and to the capitals of the states that are preparing for potential challenges tomorrow for Inauguration Day. Let's radiate our love and peace and light to those situations. Now let's each make a commitment to broadcast or radiate love or compassion as often as we can remember to help raise the vibration. At HeartMath, a lot of us remind each other and do this during and in between activities, like on the phone or between Zoom meetings, before lunch, after lunch. It's just getting it more automatic to be conscious of putting out heart coherence and radiating love to people, situations, or issues that you care about with each other or with the world. So let's make that commitment. 
in our hearts to do that as often as we can remember. Now let's close our heart meditation by broadcasting love into the earth's energetic field, seeing it amplified with the intention of creating a reservoir of collective heart energy that we can each draw on as we need it. When we feel our energies dip or stress take over, we can draw on this field, this reservoir, to help raise our personal vibration and the planetary vibration over the next month. Let's do that for a minute or two and really put our heart into that intention. Well, thank you all. Really appreciate doing that with everyone and knowing from what the science is showing us that we really are making an impact and having that understanding as we do that, as we put out our heart and love, that it does have a serious impact, even if we can't always feel it at times. It's not really about the feeling, even though that's wonderful when we can. It's about the intention. It's about feeling plus intention, and our feelings modulate, our emotions modulate. So don't ever feel that if you can't always feel the love or compassion, if you're in your heart and putting out that attitude and intention, it's having an impact. So Roland, any last words you'd like to share? Any inspirations before we leave our call? 
Well, I, I guess the only thing I would add to just follow on to what uh, you were just saying, Debbie, which is I totally agree with, is one of the things that uh, Doc Childry, the founder of HeartMath, always says, is that love is never wasted. And uh, the so parting thought would be um, radiate love and uh, do it as often as we can, as you were saying. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining me, and I do hope that all of you will consider coming to our Redirecting Planetary Consciousness event in March and uh, look it up, learn more at the heartmath.org or heartmath.com websites. And we'll see you at the next Ad Heart Call, which is Tuesday, February 16th at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. So let's all, especially in the next day, uh, the large day tomorrow in the U.S. inauguration. Let's all make some extra effort to send our heart and love and peace to to that. Take care, everyone. Thank you.